top of the morning to you. St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Hope you're having a great day. And welcome to Bend and Knee. Today is March 17th in the year 2022. <laughs> if you thought the world was going to get better overnight, eh, you're wrong. Eh, not happening. Just got dumber. And it's going to continue to get dumber and crazier. But that's okay because we're right here. We're going to take care of it. We're going to line up with God and it's all going to be all right. Before we begin today, Expedition XPED, expeditioncoffee.com. And why do I talk about expeditioncoffee.com? Because it's got the great products over there, starting with the coffee to boost your health and to get your all boosted up with strength in your immune system and energy that'll last you the whole day, plus a better mental focus. That's how it was designed, but in part by Dr. Eric Naputi, all part of a health ecosystem. The products that we have there on expeditioncoffee.com, that's XPED, are all designed to boost your health and give you back your health sovereignty. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Earth, which is a whole body nutrient powder. Mix it with water, drink it like a shake. It's all the base nutrients your body needs for a day. You've got Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market, colloidal silver, down to a nano level that can isolate most of the pathogens that you encounter in this bioweapon environment. And we have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. All those together create a whole health ecosystem that helps you reclaim health sovereignty and keep you away from the biomedical death camps. So head on over to Expedition XPD, expeditioncoffee.com. Patriots, it is a good day and a crazy day, as you might expect. It can't be any less than crazy. Because we are having all sorts of things unravel around us. But I'm going to start chat with a quote. Mark Twain. In the beginning of change, the patriot is a scarce man and brave and hated and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join him. For then it costs nothing to be a patriot. Keep fighting. That's the bottom line on that one. So a couple things. We're going to talk more about these tonight on Bards FM. It, so it appears that the Ukraine did not file its filing with the UN to declare its national borders. And so what that means is that Ukraine isn't officially a nation state, even though fact checkers from the great places like Snopes that are a couple Soros paid trolls say that's not true. And in fact, it is true. But here's where it gets very interesting is that Soviet Russia was a corporation just like Washington, D.C., or like the United States currently is a corporation. And in the 1991 or so, Soviet Russia filed bankruptcy, so it appears. I'm still verifying this, but it's really interesting if this story is as it unfolds. It looks like what Putin has done is he's exercised the rights of the old corporate shell of Soviet Russia. Even though the Soviet Russia went bankrupt, the corporate shell wasn't dissolved and the Republic of Russia was brought up. That's the sovereign nation of, of Russia. And Putin is using the old relationship of Ukraine, which was part of the Soviet bloc, to go into Ukraine on a policing mission, which means Ukraine is neither a state nor is it officially independent of Russia. So Russia actually has claims. So by the way, if you are rooting for Ukraine, you're kind of rooting for Russia. Hope you got that one right. Yep. So a couple of things here. Also, Pope, 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 the Pope, that dude, the guy that wears the funny cap. <laughs> a 
Catholics, if I offend you, too bad, because he's a freak, and you shouldn't be following him. If you want to listen to somebody that will help you along your way, listen to Archbishop Vigano, and that will help you. Otherwise, the poop warns that escalation of the conflict in Ukraine could lead to a final catastrophe that would extinguish the human race. Well, not exactly. A little dramatic. I think we call this a mirror, and they're reflecting, they're doing the inverse again. What it actually translates to is a final catastrophe for the deep state and the elite, all those lizard heads, and it could extinguish them from the human race, which I'm really trying to find a reason to be sad about that, and I can't. That's just that simple. And then just another interesting note of the two things that happened yesterday on the same day. Biden announced the new civil rights division to investigate and protect people who might be compromised by bad pictures. If you heard that clip last night, Biden literally did say, well, I think I have it right here. And we'll play this real quick. Here, just listen to this 34 seconds. This is kind of crazy. Here you go. So we established a new civil rights a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. How many times have you heard, I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line, that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position, and then literally in a sense blackmails him or, or mortifies that person. Send it out. Put it online. <laughs> yeah, that always happens. And on the last note, before we pray, on the same day as that was said, New York Times reported that the Hunter Biden laptop the fa- is, in fact, true and was being investigated for FARA violations after the New York Times said it was conspiracy before the election. There we go. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We've come together as we do each day. And Lord, we know and can see that we are truly heading into a storm. And this is going to be one doozy of a storm. So Lord, we're going to begin today by putting ourselves before you humbly, praying for repentance for the transgressions that we all have made. And most importantly, Lord, for the need to put you first in all things that we do. This is time with all this chaos and noise that's going along, Lord, that is easy to become distracted and easy to chase the rabbits, so to speak, and avoid the most important piece of our day, which is to put you in in front of everything that we do, every breath and every step. So, Lord, we pray for that clarity for each of us, and we pray for the destruction of this the distractions these spells that are easily grab us so let us remember ephesians 6 10 to 18 to place the armor on each day our spiritual armor to stay keep ourselves focused in this time lord there is no question that there is a change in the atmosphere a change of of strength in your fight that we can feel and we're blessed with that a change in momentum that we can feel and we're blessed with that we equally, we equally pray that all your children will stay focused on what's before us. This change that's coming will be biblical. It will shake the world. It will be chaotic. And it will create a lot of need for people to find you. There is no question. As was said by the Irish Prime Minister, never will so much be asked of so few by so many. Lord, we are that few. So send us. 
And we have been ready for this, for our lives to come to this point in time where it will be our mission as you guide us and direct us to bring the many back to Christ. Lord, this is going to be a challenging time for all of us as we have to make difficult decisions on a way forward, a world that has been built on inclusion of everything, including dark sin. And Lord, this is going to be a time when we're going to have to come together as your children, as your people, not just to unite, but to start to make some hard decisions on the moral and ethical directions which we want this world to go. That's going to put us at odds many times with people who have not walked a path with you in their heart, do not have an intimate relationship with Christ, and who have even been fed the lies by the pulpit that sin is somehow an acceptable way of being as long as we just tolerate one another. Lord, for this we pray for, for the grace of words. We pray for the clarity in our hearts. And we pray for the ability to awaken those that are walking in that illusion to be able to be brought back to you and be brought back to that relationship with Christ. In times of trial and as we are heading into these times of loss, and it will be a loss of the old world, and for many it will be a loss of a complete ideology and belief system that will bring about that five steps of grief. We know that we'll be confronting anger. We know that we'll be confronting denial. And Lord, we know that we will be confronting bargaining. And that bargaining will be the trap that we have to be careful of. And rather than to allow people to bargain, we need to point people in the direction of the love and glory of Christ Jesus. We also know that what follows bargaining is depression. And at risk will be people's lives. They will be difficult in times facing the the unraveling of their world. And Lord, we pray for the ability again to reach those and to guide them to Christ, to give them hope. You have given us so much. You have given us the strength and the hope to endure this time. You've given us that rock of faith and that love which you pour into us. You've given us your son. You've sacrificed your son for us. And in truth, Lord, we have not earned that sacrifice. We've taken it for granted. We've taken it wholly for granted as a nation and too much as a people. Because our salvation's never been about us. It's been about the collective we of the body of Christ. And unfortunately, we've lived in a world, a very individual and very selfish world, that too many times we've reverted to the I and the me rather than the working within the full body of Christ to appreciate the uniqueness of each and every one of us, to honor that and to build that up in the strength that that represents, to remember that each part looks at the world a bit differently, but as a whole, it creates a perfection that only you could create. And so, Lord, this is a time when we need to balance and find that path through this very difficult issues of discerning between the sin that has become so prevalent and will be so tempting to try to compromise and which will take us back in the old way and that path towards the narrow gate which will require us to hold the line in our, our belief and our love in Christ Jesus but in a way that we is, keeps us 
and maintains us as the role of the lamp on the hill to attract and to draw people in. None of this is going to be easy. Families have been divided, Lord. Friendships have been broken. And this has been very trying times. And all for reasons of politics and in, in artificial division. People have been distorted and, and led off paths to believe in things that just aren't true or been coaxed into injecting things in their body temple that have corrupted their systems. There's a lot of pain to be resolved. And as truth continues to unfold, this pain is going to get very difficult for many to bear. You have given us the blessing of walking in this path over the last years, for some, most of their lives, where you've allowed us to open our eyes gradually to see the truths that are before us and to slowly peel back those layers of the deception to get to the core of what a greater truth is as we still continue to dig deeper each and every day and dig our relationship and build our relationship deeper in the intimacy with Christ Jesus and with you, Father. But we also know that there are many out here who are now being faced with a a landslide, an avalanche level of, of truth. It's coming at them in waves and waves and waves to a point where they're going to be overwhelmed and lost. And the framework in which their world was built, the pillars that which it was built upon, have all proving and are proving to be pillars of sand as we stand on that rock of faith. So Jesus, as we sit here today, we just ask that you'll walk with us. Be with us in this walk. Guide us so that we can be like you, so that we can walk that path like you and to reach the many. And Jesus, just, just help us in this time, to be that as you would want us to be, to be able to flip the tables but be able to feed the masses with a few loaves of bread and fish. Give us that balance, that grace. Guide us on this path, which is truly a glorious path. And forgive us for our trepidations because there will be many. But just know that our heart is there and what we seek is to heal this world, to bring all of the children home and to do whatever you ask us to do along that path. So guide us, protect us, send us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus name. Amen. This is a, it is going to be an interesting time because the truths as I'll go over more in detail tonight are pouring out right now. So many people have picked up the information about the injection and what it's really doing. The realities of the damage that it's causing, the deaths that it's causing is, are just coming out in waves. You have the disclosures of all of the criminality that's going on in the Ukraine. You have the revelations that the Hunter laptop and all of the rabbit holes that that leads to, to child exploitation and sex and drugs is all real. You have a narrative of control that it literally is falling apart around those that believe in it. You have revelations of child sex trafficking coming out. There were 300 plus arrests yesterday in a major sting operation that was global and over 100 and some in Polk County alone or in Florida County. I believe it was Polk County. And four of them were at Disney. We know those truths, okay? 
but so many don't. So for us to see this, we find ourselves in a place where we're like, finally, but we also have to be considerate and at least aware that for so many, it will be a shock. There will be a denial. And right up the front, there's going to be lots of denial. The Disney issue will be, oh, that was just a couple guys. The Vax issue will be, that can't be true. It's waves of this that are coming now. And as this happens, the one thing that they're ratcheting up, which is this bit of thermal nuclear war, because they need to keep fear on the very edge in order for them to maintain control. And that too will fail. Thermal nuclear war, it's like this. If it happens, it happens. Like whatever. But the point is that it's all engineered to keep people locked into this state of fear and ultimately in in a state of control. And that control matrix is collapsing. If you thought those triggered moments after Hillary lost were bad, trust me, it's coming. Violence, localized violence is starting to increase. Robberies are going up radically across the nation, even in my own county. Gas costs are getting higher. Food costs are skyrocketing. People are now having to make hard decisions between eating or going to work. This isn't going to get better right away. And that's the one thing I caution everybody about. And again, we'll talk a lot about this tonight. Is that there is an optimism that we feel because there's been a, there has been a shift in the tide. But don't let your optimism blind you to the immediacy of what we have to do before us. When we walk with Christ, it's very easy to say, well, we've got this. God wins. But don't let that position deflect us from the place that we have to be here in now in the moment. And the moment now is very pressing. You need to continue to prep. It's nice to take the cue line and say, well, it's going to be quick and easy and there'll be no mess. This is going to be messy. It may not be a big deal at the strategic level, like the the leadership in this nation, but it's going to be messy on the ground. Down at the local level, you can't address this many people that fast. God can, and if God's going to make his presence known, then please bring it, Lord. I'm, I'm all there. But we can't count on that as an outcome on this timeline. Ultimately, yes. But in this time frame that we're dealing with, if you're betting all your hopes on that, you could get caught flat-footed because God does tend to leave us to learn a lesson. And we have a lot to learn right now as a people, a lot to wake up to as a nation. So I just encourage you to keep in mind the effort that we have to do as God's children, as followers of Christ, this is a powerful time for us to really shine, not to condemn, but to guide and to help reestablish a foundation in a moral base in this nation that has been lost and miserably cast aside. I mean, I could give you lists of things just to consider, and they're important things to reflect upon. Imagine as we come to this awakening of somebody who has had an abortion or several abortions and suddenly has to come to the realization that they were not only manipulated to believing it was a choice, but that their choice was encouraging a process, was part of a process of sacrificing children for their control over the world through their worship of the Dark Lord. That's 
it's hard enough to deal with the abortion. Imagine the levels of this truth that start to wave out. And I'm not even sure that's at the bottom of it yet. So there's so many things that we have to face. And as a nation, we're not going to be able to grow unless these hard truths are put before us. And I suspect that regardless of whether it's an organized plan, I wouldn't even say I suspect. I'll say it this way. Whether it is an organized plan or whether it is like an effect of people waking up, that moment has now arrived. It's just a matter of speed. The dam is cracked. The information's flowing. It's coming out faster and faster. The dam's quickly eroding. And when it finally breaks and it's not that far away, trust me, the world gets turned upside down. So keep focused on your prayers. And we need to do a lot of prayers for this nation. Pray for mercy and pray for the awakening of hearts to Christ. It's very important. People need that relationship and we have a big job to do. I've said all along, and I truly believe this is why we are here, and I truly believe that. And I don't think there's any mistaking the fact that as we sit here and we have come together as a fellowship in Bard's Nation that continues to grow, and, a, and it's happened in an amazing rate and an amazing size, that's God's gift. That's God's blessing to us to come together in a fellowship. So let's honor that and really walk that path as who we are. Bard's Nation is something I'm very proud of that God has brought to all of us. And we are a very beautiful fellowship, and we need to bring that beauty and that love into this world. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers are critical right now, and we need to pray for many, many to find their way to Christ. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God's going to win. Here's the deal. We're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. And that gives us a very focused mission. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, you have a very blessed day. Walk with God. I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space 
promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 